Are you ready? We are live on the mic huh. with our host DJ Deuce and Bamboo Bam. Bam. Let's get this show started. Yo, what's up? We're live on the mic. I'm your host DJ Deuce. The guy next to me is my co-host Bamboo. But we what have up, a special what up, what up? guest today. Yeah. Hip-hop artist Carlito Black. What's up, Carlito? What's the word? What's the word? What's going on? Man, you know what? Over here, I can't complain. We actually have nice weather here at the end of October. So, you know what I mean? Uh, after this interview, I'm going to try and catch a bit of sun. So, I, I, things are good this weekend, over <laughs> there, man. You know what I mean? I don't know. We're up north. We, we, You know what I mean? We try to stay away from the winter as long as we can, right? So, mm-hmm. <laughs> so brother, man, I want to get right into it with you, man. Tell me a bit about yourself. Where were you born and raised? I was born, I was born in Virginia, but my upbringing was in Newport News, Virginia, and Brooklyn, New York. So I got a lot of raising and bro. Now, between both, that must be a big difference, no? Um, Yeah, because um, as far as like lingos and areas and projects and all that, both was pretty rough areas, but they the roughness was different. If you hear what I'm saying? I it feel you, man. Different I, type of – like I had to adapt. Once I left Virginia young, I had to go to Brooklyn. I had to adapt to that in a different way. Like, because it's definitely a different different area. Can't go out there slipping. It, it, I just find things are weird because it doesn't matter. If you go two hours in any direction and you land in a little town, another city, it's different. It automatically <coughs> becomes different. It's different you know what but I mean? the I, same. Different but the same. The, yeah, you think everything looks the same. Everything seems the same. But then you start to see the difference, right? Because me be DJing, I used to always go out of town a bit, a few hours away. And you'd get somewhere and you'd be like, you know what I mean? You can tell that I'm not, it's almost another world and I'm not even that far from home. So, yeah, that's people need to understand, man. When you go in any directions for a while, and especially in upbringing, you need to catch the difference. Now, that's pretty crazy, man. No, that's a fact. That's very true. So, but bro, growing up, man, like, what were some of your musical influences? Um, everything, everything, rock him, yeah. Tupac, um, Biz Marquee, Scarface. Yeah, you're it, some classics, it, fucking right, man. Yeah, Ice Cube, Bone Thugs and Hum, like it, it, it was just all over. I was influenced all over. If it was lyrical, it had substance to it. And like it, it made good sense. Uh, yeah. Like I was already a fan. I was attached to it. It was more than just a beat for me. Mm-hmm. Oh, for sure, bro. For so sure. You, so you got into what they were saying, where they coming yeah. from. You can picture the different environments and what artists you messing with. For real, I dig that. I dig that. I still got know? caught listening to like I was flicking through my phone and they had a clip of Mob Deep shook ones. You know what I mean? And I still had to stop and give it oh, a full listen. Cool. You know what I mean? I still had to be like, just appreciate. I still had to give it a stop. I did. I was like, no, I'm, I'm, I gotta listen to this out of respect. It was dope, yeah. man. So, so I want to know, like, when did you start taking this game seriously? Like, you know uh-huh. what I mean? Just getting right into it, putting your money up, doing everything, just getting I, raw with it. The crazy thing, I've been, I've been rapping since, um, since I say like eleven or twelve. I've been rapping since then, but. I didn't really take it serious, like so. Like you said, we we'll put my money up and everything into my early twenties. Okay, that's when I started early taking 20s, it right? serious. Do you find like, and that's yeah, yeah. That's that's what I tell people. You know, uh, if you want to take it for fun and you want to rap with your friends or something, but when you start grabbing your own money, 
paying for studio time or buying studio equipment. That's that's when you start taking it seriously, man. When when was that decision to be like, you know what, I need to take this seriously? What what? How, tell me the story, man. Um, I was making a. I can to be honest, I was making a whole bunch of bad decisions before that, mm. and I was I was in the streets. I was doing things like that, and it's like. I'm living and doing things that don't really give my life any purpose. And if I keep traveling down this route, I'm going to end up dead or locked up. So it's just like, I got to make a change. And I always loved music. I always loved it, was a fan of it. And just to be somebody that could do music, it was like, it was very major to me. So I always had people say, yo, you need to stop BSing it and, and do music. Oh. Like, it's your, it's your, it's your calling, like you you definitely got talent and you 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 intelligent. You just so I finally just stopped like I, I wanted to make sure everything was like in order. So I like cut a lot of stuff out first, got got dropped a lot of dead weight, got a lot of people away from me. And then mm-hmm. I just said, Okay, this I'm I start investing my own money, do what I had to do and mm-hmm. in that. Nice. It's funny man. he brings up the dead weight, man. That's in any type of game. Yeah, it Trust usually me, happens man. that way. Usually yeah, you get you way. need you, no offense you know? to you know well or offense I don't know take it how you want. <laughs> Sometimes <laughs> some of you people need to get dropped. It's just the way it is, bro. I want to know your thought as an artist today, man. What are your thoughts about all these streaming platforms? Do you find it beneficial, or do you still find it? I still find it that it's a different type of record label. That's that's how that's my thoughts. What are your thoughts about this? It, it's hmm. good as far as like putting the music out there, but yeah. at the end of the day. I, I look at it in a sense as it is a record label because you got all these, you got these agreements you got to agree to, you got to pay a fee. They they go through your music before they actually put it out there. So pretty much it's, it's just a label thing. It's just like kind of without sitting in the, the offices and the meetings and all that stuff like yeah. that. So I really do look at them at label still. Cause that's the way I look at it too. I find it's it's it, you know the independent artists are always talking about these major streaming streaming platforms. Mm-hmm. When I looked at these numbers that you guys receive, you know, fraction of pennies, I'm like, it's not much further than being on a label. Sure, you're independent of you inputting the music into these streaming platforms, but at the end of the day, it's it's still for me like to get the back something to do. What was it, Bam? Thirty. 30- a million streams. You're lucky if you get thirty five hundred. Yeah, and, you, know? And, and, you know, give or take on different platforms. A million crazy, streams is a fucking accomplishment, bro. The crazy thing is, um, back in the day, with album sales and all that, at least like people was getting nickels and like a nickel or a dime or like a few cents for like a one sale. So mm-hmm. imagine if you do sell a million, how much you. <laughs> And the, the thing is, if you were, if we, made, right? but Bam, me and Bam always talked about back in the day, if we were introduced the, the, the business, the, the, you know, the music business properly, us actually selling merch and CDs out of your trunk on after every show at 10 bucks a pop, $15 a pop, you'd be making a lot more money just doing a quick local tour around, around where you are. Right. Then, then trying to get a million streams. So like, anyway, like I enjoy the groundwork more than like, yeah. Don't get me wrong, the internet is cool or whatever, but I enjoy the groundwork because I, I, I feel like your success is better when you, you're actually out there and people can see what you're doing and you interacting with people or whatever they compared to being a, a 
behind a like a screen and nobody knows what you like really got going on your type of character oh yeah dig it dig it bam i had a story like guys i had a story one time this is when i knew that the internet was fucked um (laughs) facebook's out you know everyone's grabbing a bunch of friends i'm in the bar scene i'm a promoter you know you have more people on your page and the next guy and there was this young artist and he threw his track right on my page and i go what what the fuck you doing like what, mm-hmm. why i'm using my page for my shit what are you doing and he goes he said he was promoting oh. and i'm like and we're just talking he's just talking hand-to-hand combat being out there doing the groundwork and this kid's just eating potato chips shit. on his couch grabbing his youtube link and throwing it on my shit you know what i mean i was so offended by being you know from the old school of like this isn't promoting you just and got he, lazy and he didn't even ask you if no he, he didn't ask me the, all right see that's you that, didn't ask that, me that's crazy you know that's when i, mean? I found out where the block button was man they discovered it real quick bro so black you know what's the best piece of advice another artist ever gave you um <clears throat> Just stay focused, stay locked in. Um, it like the crazy thing. I dealt with somebody in the, um, I dealt with a, um somebody in the business before, and he had a brother that was an artist, and he wanted his brother to like kind of be where I am now. So he would tell his brother like, "Nah, don't like compliment him too. Don't compliment him too much. Don't tell him this. Don't tell him that." So his mm-hmm. brother was like, "Get that." His brother pulled me to the side. Was like, "Yo, bro, you better than me." He said, he said, I want you, he said, I want you to do something. He said, I do not give up, do not quit, do not stop being who you are as an artist. And he mm-hmm. said, only thing I want you to do is keep elevating from who you already are. Word. And that like stuck with me because so everything that's I, real. I. That's real. That's real. I you like know? that. And also real artists telling you something, you know what I mean? Not being egotistical with none of that bullshit. That's real. Which is hard. It's hard in any in any type of game. DJing, MCing. It's hard to tell someone that you know you're better than me. That's that's yeah. tough, yeah. man. Because yeah. it becomes a, a game. It's 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 a competitive edge that people have. So, so the fact that someone came up to you and told you, you know what, pulled you aside and you know said it, that I yeah. I, I give him props to that person for giving you that. Did, type we, of did we lose him? I don't know. Either no. block. I'm still here. Oh, all, all right, right cool, okay, cool. Good, good. Now, did you do you find that big radio DJs these days do not help the independent artists enough? Um, compared to, um, compared to how things used to be to now, yeah, I feel like it's like I feel in a sense is like kind of disrespectful because back in the like back in the beginning of it when everything was first starting, like I, I can say honestly, when it got to the late, um, when it got to like maybe the the 2014s and things like that around that time and them, them years or whatever, it, it became more of a thing that an independent artist or underground or whatever unsigned artist couldn't get. You couldn't get ready or you got to come out your pocket like crazy just to yeah. come in from a place where mixtape records was being played. You feel That's what I'm right. saying? So like it was mixtape records being played. You mm-hmm. wouldn't even know who the artist is, but you're like, oh, like That's it's right. Not the radio, so you're like, oh, like, and then once they say the name, it makes you you want to check them out and tune in yourself. But it, it, I feel like they not they not giving the necessary credit, especially coming from that. They come from that. I know. So I, feel I know. like how you come from it, and then you switch up on it. Mm-hmm. Mm, I dig it. it. It's hand in hand. It goes hand in hand. Like the DJ need the artist. The artist need the DJ. You see what I'm saying? So. They both got to coexist. Right? Well, man, and- well, the, the problem I have today is because 
we we've me and Bam have a billion arguments and discussions about these in, all the independent time. all the time. I just find if he's on on the ground floor doing all the hard work and pushing himself, pushing his his his, his brand, his personality, his music. Another DJ is going to catch on to that, but now it's so watered down with people. Someone told us there's twenty thousand songs on Apple loaded a day, twenty thousand, mm. and you don't need to be very motivated to upload it onto onto Apple or, or Spotify or Distrokit, whatever the case may be. Mm. You just press a fucking button, upload, watch some TV, and you're good to go. But it's hard to get noticed now, and I find DJs instead of them doing the work to see who stands out. Because back in the day, the independent artist is the one that needed to stick out with mixtapes and, you know, mm. doing the groundwork. Now it's just like they kind of gave up on it instead of them to give, taking a, you know, a good listen to it and at least bring... All they need to do is, you know, without people, there is no fucking big time radio DJs. No, yeah. no disrespect to the new generation of artists these days because I'm a part of that. I'm like, I'm like in the midst of, um, I'm in the, in the middle. Yeah. I feel like I bridge the gap, but at the same time, it's like... Majority of these new artists, like these new generation artists, if you put them in a room with with the ones that was before them, like the Nods, the Jay Zs, and the Lloyd Banks, and all, like you talking about people that have substance in their song, that that have flow, wordplay, punchlines, yeah. and everything like that. It ain't nothing wrong with the game, like with the game changing, but at the same time, don't lose what made the game so great in the first place. And I feel like the whole hip hop culture is just like now just a whole smoking mirror with a whole bunch of circus acts and all that stuff like that. <laughs> and it's hard for people to take it serious now. True. True. It's true. Because you don't know what the hell you're getting. Mm-hmm. Here's mm-hmm. a circus act, man. Yeah, I know, right? It's, it's hard to keep these guys in line when it's just motherfuckers jumping off of this and motherfuckers wearing fucking makeup, niggas running around with fingernails painted. Like, what the fuck is going on? See, he get it. He get it. It don't make no fucking sense, right? You know what I mean? But is it supposed to make sense to us old guys? <sighs> Honestly, yeah. Maybe, maybe that's what's no good. <laughs> when us old guys go, it doesn't make sense. Maybe they have something going on, bro. Anyways, Carlito, what? man, tell, tell me more. You have a track called Look What You Made Me Do, right? Tell me more about that track. I want to know from the beginning, the process, the thought process. What's the track about? Look What You Made Me Do is pretty much like an intro track on the um my Look What You Made Me Do album. Mm-hmm. And every project I, I created since I've been an artist has always been behind the storyline. There always was a reason for it. And that just happened to be a track where it was a lot of hate and doubt going on just for, for the love and the buzz and the support I had, like, I, I experienced a lot of hate, and it wasn't like the hate was coming from strangers. So it was a lot of doubt and a lot of people telling me, you're not going to be able to do this, you're not going to be able to do that. And then once the bill, like, once, like, I didn't been on magazines, I'd have been on billboards. So it's like, now I can look with a smile and say, look what you made me do. Like, I that love hate it, man. inspired and motivated me to do that. Why the? Why do people do that, bro? Why do people say you can't do that? Why? 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 They, I think they just straight up jealous. They mad that they can't do what you do. You know what I mean? Not everybody can do the same thing. You know, simple and plain. That's, you that's know? what it is. What the world based off these days? Like nobody don't want to see somebody succeed. They want to have a reason to hate on you. And what's what better way to do it than? Oh, let me watch them go from the bottom. And rise to that top level, then I'm gonna start hating. Them. And then I'm gonna start, yeah. stuck, it, it, it's it's funny how 
that's funny how you can be stuck at the bottom. You hear none of this. Mm-hmm. You don't hear the hate. You don't hear none of that. You hear, yeah, you got it. You can do the. And, but the moment you succeed, their expectations is the moment all that hate start. All oh, they think they this or why they doing that. You you ain't gonna get no further. Like it's mm-hmm. it's crazy. That's crazy. That's every game, man. That's even in, in in our own podcast game, bro. Trust me, it's everything. Mm-hmm. Everything we do, band with music. We, you must have heard it too, bro. It's, oh, you it's... hear it. you hear it all the time. You know, people sit there, they they act like they're behind you, but you know, there's two talk, types of people talk. that that are in the game. The people that listen to that bullshit, and the t- people that strive off that bullshit. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I think if everyone gave me a bro, pat on the back and told that. me I was great, I think I'd suck. Cause I need that. I need that fuel. I need that. You know what I mean? You're not good or ah, wasting your. I need. I love that. that that's that's mm. even as a DJ. That's what fed me. You know what I mean? Yeah. I had some girl told me she's like, "You're never gonna DJ again." Mm, <laughs> she was one hundred percent wrong. Some people would say, "Oh, I don't like a song. I don't this. I don't that." And me, you know what? I make music for me. I make music because I love to. You understand what I'm saying? You can't diminish what I love. You know what I mean? If you like it or not, that's that's on you. You know, I don't I don't make you like it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I don't tell you, oh, you can't not like this song. You gotta like this song. I don't fucking hate on you. If you don't like it, you don't like it. You know what I mean? So just keep moving. You know, as far as I'm concerned, you know, when I'm sitting down creating that music, you wasn't well, let's around. be real. You any, any of your favorite artists, there's gonna be some tracks that you don't like of theirs. There's gonna be some that you like, and there's gonna be some that you love. So it doesn't matter. You got to be realistic. Very rare we grab a full album and love it from top to bottom. Very, very rare. And the ones that we love that we consider some of the top five albums of all time. But that's just the reality of it. Now, as an artist, just don't take it as personal, right? Like you just got to feed from it. But I like, I like that. Look what you made me do. I love that. That's a great mm-hmm. mindset, man. I like that. I want to know who are some of the producers you're working with, bro. Um, Othello Beats, mm-hmm. Mo. Buck Roll Beats, um, Jay Mello, um, Panic, Other Panic, GQ Beats. It's it's a it's a very long list, and, and I have a I have a connection with a few of them, like as far as personal connection. So mm-hmm. that that makes it dope when you actually can vibe with a producer, right. and they 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 take your energy and they create all of that. So. Okay. And, uh, it's definitely cool. The one big thing I take, like that I take that with the game today is, I found that it's easier to reach a producer. When me and Bam were in the music business years ago, we were talking to 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 an old friend of ours that was a producer, and he produced their beats and shit. He like we hit him like a, like like a little gem. Like when people are like, yo, where'd you get your beats from? Like. Uh, I don't know. You know what I mean? We didn't tell nobody, right? We just like, shut the fuck up. You know, you're not selling beats to anybody. But today... The, the, the tall black dude lived like four blocks down over there. Yeah, you, know, you, <laughs> you just point at anybody. But today, I find like the, the options and the people and the access now, like it's beautiful to have a beat sent to you over through an email where before we used to get it on a hard copy, you know what I mean? You had to physically meet up with them. And then mm-hmm. you didn't even know if he took the same beat and sold it again. I, that, well, that's a whole nother discussion, man. Well, I Growing up, I didn't hear like you heard of Scott Storch and maybe a few like producers. Like when I was growing up, when I was young, and I'm like, so now being an artist myself and being the internet definitely switched the game up because you you got so many that's from from the YouTube's to the beat stars that like you can find a producer. 
Mm. And I love it, man. For them, I, I give them props. I give them, and I love how they can structure their beat settlements and stuff like that, right? So mm. it's pretty dope, man. So what is the biggest struggle today for being an artist, man, an independent artist? The the hate. Really? <laughs> I'm not even going to say just the hate. Um, the, the level of how, like, I'll say it's the way people look at artists and they they literally unappreciate artists that should be at a certain place in the game. I feel like if you don't have a gimmick and you're not doing stuff that, that catches the public eye, like as far as something negative, obviously, mm-hmm. they they don't want to – They it's all about followers and, and views and all that stuff like that before they even tap into you who you are as an artist. Yeah. And I, and I feel like that's – that's taken away from the game, whether you're a singer, whether you're a rapper, whether you do rock or whatever the case may be. I feel like if you have to, I feel like the game, my biggest issue with the game is there's too many gimmicks attached to it. I would say that's the biggest issue with me is too many gimmicks attached to it. Okay. okay. It's funny, man. I'm a wrestling fan. And back in the 80s and 90s, it was all about gimmicks. Then mm. they went to real names. Hip hop went to friggin' real names to gimmicks. I'm telling you yeah. that the life has switched well, over, man. It, 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 you know, on a, on a side note of a, a, a mental thing of what we talk about here, it, yeah. it's, I'm, a, I, me and Joe, we try not to talk about Kanye, but it just brings him up in my mind when you, when you talked about it because he's a great artist, but mm-hmm. all the shit that's coming out of his mouth is shadowing his music. Absolutely, you know what I mean. So it's just it's messed up. It's it's terrible that, you know. So. You know, it makes me wonder, you know, you know, tell me about the team you got around you. You know what I mean? You know, tell me about um, them. Because it's, Kanye it's don't have that. It's me and my manager, um, James Robinson, like mm-hmm. AK Stars, it's just me and him. And it's just me and him take take things serious. Mm-hmm. We we think before we act, because both me and him suffer from mental illness, both of us. So Okay. We we know what to expect when we step out there, but at the same time, we don't want to draw negative attention to ourselves. And me being an artist, you got the whole world looking for you to do something crazy mm-hmm. yep. or say something crazy or try to go what they call the viral, whatever the case may be. So he he'll like if I'm if which I don't really be trying to do. I don't do the gimmick thing at all, but. If I was gonna do, do something and he knew like, okay, that's not gonna draw the attention you you want you need, don't do it. And nice. he'll break it down why he's saying that. He won't just say don't do it. He'll be like, come on, this is gonna happen and this is gonna happen and then it's gonna be like and you don't need that. So it's good even if it's one, it's good to have somebody that 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 has their common interest at like at heart and don't yeah. want to see the bad happen to you. Dig it. Yeah, that's very important to have someone like that around you. I always tell people, if you've been around someone that said yes to you your whole life, get rid of that fucking person too, right? Mm. Can't have those yes men around you, man. Terrible. You were mentioning that being, you know, struggling, the biggest struggle for an independent artist is hate. And, you know, but how do you handle that? How, like, if you come out one day, you came out with a track, it's on YouTube, it's on Instagram, you get some, I don't know, stupid comments. How do you handle that? Um, I don't pay it no more. Cause I'm like <clears throat> the be like I look at it like this. You took time out your day to come under my like. If you giving me c- constructive criticism, that's one thing. Mm-hmm. I 
I enjoy that. But if you gonna just come under my videos or one of my songs and you just say something that don't make sense because you trying to like hit a yeah. nerve, I'm gonna just laugh at you. Pretty much, that that comes with the inspiration and motivation. You took time out your day. Probably you didn't even listen to the whole song or didn't listen to the song at all, but you felt the need likely. to hate. So guess yeah. what? You literally just got me a scream or you just got me another view. So thank you. It's mm -hmm. true. It's so <laughs> true, bro. I have, to, I have this friend that has his YouTube video and he does like all these wrestling interviews and he had this little short clip and he said, uh, thank you for all the haters that go on my page, get me a view and add some comments because comments is all, you know, it all goes intertwined in sharing it your works. video, right? And he it just works. thanked him with a, with a smile and I died laughing because you're so right. If you think they're actually hurting you, they're actually being stupid. They have no idea how much it's actually benefiting you. So, people, people got people too sensitive. They see these comments, they go crazy. It's like you're going crazy over the words of somebody <laughs> that you don't even know. They like want you, you to go crazy. Know. That's what we need exactly. to understand. They want us to go crazy. They yeah. really want to get that reaction out of you. <laughs> But Carlito, I had I had a I had a system implement that we they should do when they write a negative comment, their whole like driver's license information should come up, name, address, phone number. Because when he sees that cat comes up, he's like, "Do I really want to press send? You know what I mean? Do I just press? Do I post? No, maybe not. I think that should be. You want to be a jerk off? Make sure you give me your address because when I roll through your town, I'm gonna come check you out. So I think that should be implemented in these you know these 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 terrible comments for these terrible. You think that should be in the background? You think that should? Yeah, and it should be public too. Like you posted. No one would put shit up, man. I'm telling you, bro. Yeah, that shut a lot of people down. That's for sure. That's for sure. You know, black. I travel. You know, you got a favorite. You got a favorite performance. Tell us about it, man. You know. Oh, you got to think about that. You said I do. I have a favorite performance. Yeah, I done. You. Yeah, yeah, you did. Yeah. My like my first year when I started taking my rap career seriously. Mm. I opened up for Don Q, Jay Critch, and Funkmaster Flex was on the on the um turntable. So it was just like in my first like year taking the series, I'm like, I'm doing Jesus. this. So salute, mm. to, salute to the money makers because they made that that happen for me. So I definitely gotta salute them. Salute to them for making it happen for me. Cause they 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 brought me on stage. A lot of people thought it was going to be because I was in the arena, too. So that was like a highlight. Okay. Oh, my God. Okay. Bam. Yeah, that's a high. As soon as you start end. taking it serious, boom. Yeah. Arena, Funk Flex, all these hot dudes. Ooh. So how were you feeling? How were you feeling back there right before you about to get on? I was I was, I was, was anxious. I was actually hyper. I ain't even going to lie to you. A lot yeah. of people like, bro, you nervous? You nervous? You ready? I'm like, and I'm just looking at them smiling like, yo. When we going on? We going on? <laughs> so they right. said go on the stage. I I took the microphone from the DJ, and like just went crazy and just like got the crowd hyped before the song even started playing, and then it, history was made. That's that is dope, nice. man. Yeah, that's definitely that. That would be my favorite performance too. <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> Hands down, bro. So now tell me, man, what's the best way of promoting yourself? Um. Them words right there. Promote yourself. Don't mm. expect like people understand. You can't expect everybody to do something for you because 
it's a lot of people out there like they really look like you got to be a celebrity these days for people to stand behind you want to promote you but mm-hmm. flood like be consistent and anything you can put out there put it out there any oh it's too many way too many platforms for people to be complaining about oh they can't promote this or the, i promote any platform that's that's willing to listen and be like, oh, you got something here? here. Are you here on you TikTok? Go. Are you on TikTok? <laughs> um, yeah, but I haven't. I, haven't, I, I have no, I, I don't know, man. I don't know. I, I haven't figured out if we should go on TikTok. I don't know. I don't know if me and Bam need to be doing some dances. I don't get TikTok. I, I'm not doing the dances. I put. I use TikTok for my, my like snippets of my music videos. I'm not, see, but I'm that makes sense. That makes sense. Dance. I just don't see it. Do you see that, Bam? Do you see TikTok for us? We, I do, I do, I do. It's just depending on which angle we go at it, right? You know what I mean. Long as we're not trying to be too fucking flamboyant and get fucking like canceled type like shit. You know what I mean? I feel like y'all can do it for real. I feel like y'all can do put yeah. certain like certain conversations and certain snippets of y'all interviews up there. That's true. I'm not, I'm not dancing. I'm not doing nothing. Nah, that's what I'm saying. Because that's all I see. It's like, you know, the little kid, the old mom, the family, they're dancing, and I'm sitting there. See, you you make music. People can dance to your music probably or do something. Me, I'm like, I'm a fucking host of a, of a podcast, and I'm like, what the hell is my shit? They're going to scroll through dancing and funny stuff, and they're going to see me bitching about something all of a sudden. So I don't know if it goes hand in hand. I don't know. Well, maybe, maybe, a little snippet of a, maybe a little snippet of a conversation that get the people in Well, Ben, why don't you start a live on the mic podcast for fucking TikTok and I'll send you some shit. See, Bam don't like to work. He don't like to work on the Nah, it's not. See? That's my business partner right there. TikTok. You know? Sometimes you just like to see what's going on and not engage in that shit because you can go down a rabbit hole with TikTok. Everybody like. I ain't gonna lie. Like, I had to come, like, because, like I said, I'm over the groundwork of of being an artist Mm -hmm. and people be like, you young with an old soul, you rather do this and do that and avoid the internet. But I'm like, everything is so digitalized that I have to, yeah. I have to. I told, I told a lot of people that that said they fans of mine. Like, if we went back to the mixtape era, I'm sorry, but I wouldn't have social media, none of this stuff. I wouldn't have. It. You would literally have to go to the stores. But I'm mm-hmm. like, we ain't in that time no more. So, like you, like I have to make sure I'm on point at all times with the social media nonsense because I'm not the type to be engaged in, in like crazy stuff. I, I like real I like realistic things. I don't I don't like yeah, the facades and frauds and all that, but yeah. it's, it's cool. <laughs> you, you, you can meet a person, see how they really is, you know what I mean? If you're feeling them, vibing with them or whatnot. I dig that. I dig that. You know, is there anything you would change about the music business? Um, just just make people work and like you gotta like change make hip hop hip hop again like make it real again mm. like yeah like look what's going on like this is disrespectful is like in a sense because for me to be like me to be young in, in the game and to rap the way I rap and all this stuff like that but things that's nothing that sound nothing like hip hop you call it hip hop is mm. disrespectful in a sense you can't disrespect something that was built off of wordplay, metaphors, beats, flow, everything like that. Stories, like, yeah. like even with the like even with the South, I give Outkast and Big Boy and Andre Three. I give them their props because they did their thing too. I give artists like CI their props because they did their thing even on the West, Midwest, or whatever. But come mm-hmm. on, certain things you can't keep labeling it 
as hip hop. You can't call Little Nas X hip hop. That's not hip hop. You can't put him in that genre. Right, but a lot right. of people they they sit here and they playing games with the culture. And me, I'm big on the culture. I I, I love mm-hmm. hip hop from from the big puns to the the Fat Joe when mm-hmm. he was really Fat Joe. Like you, you got right, like right. I grew up off all this. I grew up off all this. It didn't matter what region you was in. If I listen to your music. And it could get me nodding my head and put a smile on my face. You got a fan. But mm-hmm. now it's so many gimmicks involved. It's so much playing around, people being lazy on songs. It's it's, it's not the same. People repeating repeating their own words in their own song. They repeat a line <laughs> from a different song. They taking a line from a different mm-hmm. song and they repeating it and something that's supposed to be new. So it's like mm-hmm. but you got you got artists like Jay Z, Nas, and Eminem's like, look what they doing. Mm-hmm. And these guys is like in their late forties, fifty. Eminem just mm-hmm. turned fifty. That's right. It's like you got guys at the forefront like that that's showing you, even at this age, I still can rip you on the mic. Mm-hmm. Well, we lost him. Let's keep it going. I dig it. I dig it, man. You know. I just find these young kids, oh, man, you know, you got different elements of hip-hop, and it's just maybe one element to this hip-hop scenario with them, but, you know, the outside influences is ruining the setup. You know what I mean? Like what you're saying, you know, you got you to gotta keep the culture where it is, but you got motherfuckers influencing people to do other things. You know what I mean? Like you mentioned Lil Nas X and so on and so on, you know, and that's that's crazy. My question to you, Carlito, is 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 when did this gimmick shit start? Who started the gimmick? Who 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 tried who fucked us up? <laughs> <laughs> now I'm thinking about it. Now I'm thinking about who, who fucked, fucked it up? up. You know, the person I thought fucked it up didn't fuck it up. You know, someone educated me on that shit. So yes, you kind of got put, re- we kind of got put in our place on that one. Yeah, so I'm rethinking that. <laughs> Um, I would say the gimmick started with with the little bees and the, the Trinidad James that whole era right there. I <laughs> feel like that was the gimmick because they the songs was horrible. The songs was horrible, but the way they dressed and the, and the stuff they wore made people be like, mm-hmm. and the internet did too. Hmm. Okay. You like before the, the the TikToks and everything like that for being stupid and corny. You could get a million views on YouTube and get monetized and all that stuff like yeah. that. So right. the internet cheerleaded that behavior. Like mm-hmm. you had Trinidad James. Trinidad James is a horrible rapper. He sucks. Then you mm-hmm. had Little B, the one mm-hmm. that got got beat up. The rapper got beat up. You had those were the gimmick stars. Even the Soldier Boy back in the day. He's a gimmick star because as soon as he gets on the internet, he won't stop running his mouth. <laughs> yeah, we, we, we this young these youngins schooled us on 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 school a soldier boy because Bam's like, yeah, he fucked up hip hop, and the youngin told us that well, he was the first one to realize that you could really do it independent. Made his own beat, came up with his own track, made his own money, and we were just like, oh, we have to kind of eat our words a little bit. But it is yeah, a gimmick. He was more of a gimmick after that song came out, though, because he's right, because he doesn't shut the fuck up. He's always talking about some. He always thinks he's the first. He's better than Drake. Someone stole his but, shit. You're right. You're right. <laughs> the crazy thing about Soldier Boy, where he's wrong at, 
he wasn't the one that showed every rapper they can go independent. If you really, if they really do their history, they really mm-hmm. hip hop fans, check nine. Mm, that's so, true. You could be independent. He made millions independently. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Or you can go, you know, you can go right way underground with MF Doom too, right? So, yeah. yep. That dude did not need so, to go sign to no fucking label, right? Nope. Selling a bunch of shit. Everyone knows who he was, so yeah. Mm-hmm. Black, I need to know, man. You mentioned about fifty artists so far. We know you know your history. Give me your top five of all time. Biggie, Tupac, Jay Z, Eminem, and Jadakus. Oh, see, mm-hmm. that, I like that. That's a fucking great list. That is a great list. list. Jada's probably one of the. As great as he is, he's still underrated. I don't care what anybody says. I don't Very think his underrated. name gets mentioned enough. Very underrated, you know. Mm. He's, still I... worth... <laughs> he's still worth. He's still worth. He's still killing the game. Yeah, yeah he's I love murdering the game. He's murdering the game. You know, me. I had so much hope when they put Slaughterhouse together. Mm. I, I, had, I had high hopes for that. Those motherfuckers. Oh, were... man, you, yeah, you. The fact I'm a big. I was a big Joe Buttons fan anyway. I feel like a lot of people discredited him. Cause he used to like he was a good storyteller. Mm-hmm. Like they try to give that storytelling to everybody else. You really got to listen to some of his mood musics and everything. Joe Buttons was a, a great storyteller when it came to rap. Like he get he'll have you like tuned in to the end of the the song to see what happened. But um, then you had Crooked Eye, then you had Voice, and then you had your like that. It, it, that was a beautiful combination. That it was, was that was a dream team right there. Like nobody couldn't stop them. You know what I mean? It's egos. It, it was egos. Yep. I heard yep. Joel. I heard Joel and um, Crooked Eye working together, but yeah, and Joe, Joe, they you know it's egos. It's all egos. Yeah, I yeah. feel like you built something powerful, and you could have took it to so many heights, but them egos get in and mess up everything. Forget the money. You could have made. Like history, you still got history to make it, and you literally let that go down the drain. Yeah, I hear you, man. I hear you. They should have did something. I, uh, Joe put me on to that Wu Tang saga, and RZA did it best. He kept them all as a group on one side, and then let them all run as independent mm-hmm. artists on the other. And that's what kept them together all this time. You know what I mean? I think that was the most important part about that. You know, that's fucking crazy. Wow. So, what advice you'll give any of these young MCs coming up in the game today? Block out all the BS, stay consistent, keep working, mm-hmm. make yourself a priority, mm-hmm. keep all negative energy and, and bad entities away from you, Work. focus on the main thing that's at hand, success. Mm-hmm. That the goal of success slip your mind. Do not let it get out your grasp and don't let nothing or, or someone stop you from obtaining, obtaining that. Yeah, mm-hmm. I feel that, bro. Mm-hmm. Now, you know, things have opened up, man. We've been trapped for a few years with COVID with all that bullshit. Now, like, things have opened up for you. Like, what, what's next for you? Do you have any big things going on for you, man? Um, recently, my record, Brownsville Harmons featuring Stuck B was played on Shade 405, which was big for me. But I'm an Eminem. I'm an Eminem fan, so salute to them for that. Oh, um, nice. I'm working on ending, ending the year 2022 off with two EPs. One is called Real Trench Baby. The other is called um, Emotions of a Gemini. I'm dropping those before the year is over. I'm I'm just keep I'm just keep elevating. Like I feel like my whole career is just gonna be a major thing because I'm not I'm not settling. I'm gonna just keep elevating. 
Okay. I like okay. that, man. I, I heard him mention Best Die, you know? Brownsville. Definitely. We, we, wet, we, wet, you know? Best Die, Brooklyn. And Best Die? <laughs> okay. Definitely. Okay. Okay. I'm from East Flatbush from the 90s over that side. You know what I mean? Oh, I Heights, know. All right. <laughs> I I'm, I'm from over there. That's where I grew up and raised that. Got shot up at. You know what I mean? I I know what you're talking when you're talking. You feel me? You know? So I just wanted to make sure and get at you. But, yo, best I've changed, Fort Greene changed since I've been home. You know what I mean? Yeah. It all changed up, that's man, over the years. Definitely changed. Good you God. Know? <laughs> yeah, I know, but down by Fort Greene, they got that soul food restaurant. I don't know if you checked that out yet, down over by the bridge. No, nah, I'm, I'm gonna check. Nah, I'm gonna definitely check that out. Brownsville, I'd be out Brownsville more. I'd be out the style. Um, Brownsville, they can't change that. They gonna mm. have to do the army in it. They, they can't. <laughs> <laughs> they yeah, change that. What picking Avenue, Saratoga? Shit, they wilding out there. Son. Sutter, all that, like yeah, you you gotta bring an army over there. That's some real. <laughs> what what is? From being where you're from, man, what's what like? Do you find that the the competition, being competitive, being the mecca in New York of hip hop, do you find it's a lot harder for you to like bust through there? Not now. <laughs> no. Not now, like with the artists these days, not now. Like I'm, I'm really like a very like lyrical artist. I'm, I'm I like can switch up the flow, wordplay. I got all that. I'm like all around artist, mm. but like. If you had put me in the era with the Lloyd Banks and the Cassidy's and and them yeah. artists like like Lloyd Banks and who else? Who let me name some? The, the Lloyd Banks. Who who was really going hard at that time? The Jewels and mm -hmm. and artists like that around that time. I like I would have loved that. I would have loved to be around them because because of that energy, the flows and everything like that. Right now. There's probably some people out there. I'm just I'm just waiting for them to show their faces. <laughs> there you go. There you go. So you got yourself over here. You got you got the new motherfuckers mimicking each other over there, and then you just waiting for your true rivalry competition to come up and elevate you. Because once you find that person that's lyrical with you, all it does is motivate you to get better. You know what I mean? And those days are over. You know, those days are over. <laughs> Stop hiding. <laughs> now. I, I have to ask you this. You're a lyric, you know, I've listened to your music. You're a lyricist. When mumble rap came out, did that crush you? I, I felt like mumble rap was disrespectful. I'm like, what Thank is you. this? I'm like, this, I'm Thank like, this you. is cool. And, and, and the thing that, that pissed me off was people would try to make up excuses for, oh, let it be. And you know, it's a different form of, no, it's not. It's not nothing. It's like, that's not real. That's not real music. Like, mm -hmm. come on. You can't support. I didn't support it at all, bro. I was DJing big still back when all this mumble. I had to like it. it pretty much retired me because I was so tired of saying no. I'm not playing that shit. No, and I was interviewing them. Be like, why? Why is it good? I couldn't. They couldn't tell me anything. Oh man, it fucked with me, man. I just need to. That's why when I talk to a real lyricist, I need to know like, was I fucking going crazy back then? Like, there was a period I was just like, this cannot. This. The, everything evolves. Sports evolve. Look at athletes. They jump higher. They run faster. Mm. I thought rap and hip-hop would have evolved lyric, lyrically. You know what I mean? And it, this was a form of like, I didn't know what the fuck happened. It's like they didn't even bother trying. The artists don't have control of that anymore. That's what happened. What do you that, mean? The outside influencers yeah. influence them to go that way. Oh, okay. You, you understand what I'm saying? Okay. Because a true lyricist would be like, I don't think so. You know what I mean? Like, try to get Snoop to do some 
other than other True. than gangster. You know what I mean? He's That's gonna look at you like you're fucking crazy. You know what I mean? I see what you're saying. People, I made, see what you're saying. people made it too much. They made it too much about the money. Mm-hmm. They made well, it about yeah. the money. They, don't get me wrong. You do have to have a plan when it comes to promotional and everything like that. But that don't mean selling your soul in the process. And a lot of people have <laughs> done that. They don't focus. They don't focus on the talent. They don't focus on none of that. And even if you have talent, is I feel like it's way more than just having talent. Like you really got to be bringing something to the forefront. Mm-hmm. And that's how I look at it. I'm like, if I'm gonna hit a go on the stage, I'm gonna perform. I'm not gonna just yeah. stand there rapping. I'm gonna perform because I want you to feel my energy. Like this is what yeah. I do. This is what I live for. Right. And, they didn't pretty much turn the rap game into like movies. Mm. Yep. Like, you, it's like a movie. You got a whole you got a whole bunch of actors and oh you gotta do this and you gotta do that and this how you catch somebody's attention. You gotta go on the internet and like it's a whole bunch of nonsense. Mm. Right. And the violence has gone through the fucking roof. Let's be real. Too many young rappers getting shot, dying, getting killed. It's insane. Well, and I had my pops ask me about that, right? He's like, "What, what, like, what's with the, what's with the, um, you know what I mean? The, mm, the, mm-hmm. the, the violence." I told my dad, "I'm like, it's social media. It just takes one second to tell you where I am, and then if I have beef with you, you hate my guts. You, you'll be there in ten minutes. You know what I, I mean? Like, I don't know what possessed a motherfucker to think he can go to someone else's fucking part of town and get on live and talk about I'm in your section of the fucking town and think that's okay. You, you know what I mean?" You know, sometimes we we live in a time where they they allow so much. Don't get me wrong, because I grew up off gangster rappers and everything yep. like that, but they wasn't doing everything like that. If you really in the streets, like you say you are, like I've been in the streets. I've been in the streets before, so I'm not gonna go on record. F this dude, F that dude. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm gonna be on your block. Dude. I'm not. You're not gonna catch me on internet if it's really that that much of an issue and it's a serious issue. What I'm addressing on the internet for? I'm not doing that, mm-hmm. and I feel like the mate with all the and for for Facebook, whether it be Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, Live, or whatever the case may be, they say they 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 monitor things, but they don't they don't cut off. Like if you go on YouTube right now, you can Google a lot of these. You can search a lot of these drill rappers on YouTube, and they'll have their lives up where they talk about going to somebody block, doing this and doing that. But YouTube, Instagram, all that be saying, oh, we have guidelines. And if you violate the gun, but they talking about shooting each other. They talking about killing each other. Mm-hmm. And ain't nobody, they ain't stopping the live. They ain't saying, oh, all right, they taking it too far. Cut it, cut the live. Yeah. No, no they want the clickbait. That's what and it's too, it's, it's, it's obviously, it's, it'll be, too, it, by the time they figure out what the fuck they said and what's happening, it's too late. Mm. And that's that's a huge issue. It's, there's no way they're gonna modernize like or or like what? How many fucking billion millions of people on Instagram? If we all went live, there's no way they could find out who's saying what and what and where and shit. So I don't. I, yeah, sure. It's once it's uploaded and it's been there a while and it takes probably one complaint from someone. Sure, they'll take it off. But immediately, there's there's been videos where like some dude was like killing someone on Facebook Live. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like. And it was like Absolutely. people are watching that shit going, what the fuck's going on? So yeah, there's no way. They don't have the not well, they they don't have enough manpower, I should say, to look mm-hmm. through it or, or or check this shit out. Mm-hmm. But the game's gotten a lot different from back in the day when we grew up. Mm-hmm. And uh 
Yeah, no, I'm really happy to meet a young man like you in the rap game, keeping the shit alive mm -hmm. and making sure that people like us still have something great to listen to. Yeah. So we do appreciate it, brother. And you, and you got a good foundation. You got a good, you got a good foundation. You got the right people around you. You know what I mean? Stick that, stick, that. stick together on that. You know but bro, I mean? anytime, man. Now that you've done the, sh the the live on the mic podcast with us, man, you're part of the family. So anything you need from us, promote, help, man. We're, we're we we try to keep it as a clean community that. Fuck the negativity and let's uh, push the positivity. You know what I mean? Let's go. help each other out, bro. That's the way it is. Black, man, thanks for taking your time to being with us, man. All right, salute to y'all both. Right. Appreciate it's the opportunity. Hopefully, yeah. we'll be talking again once Absolutely, out. man. We'll definitely we'll go. We'll... Two projects. Absolutely, right. man. Don't be shy. Hit me up, man. That's right. Get Guys, have yourself a good afternoon, man. Peace. All right, Black. Sure.